You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that builds a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. It's the start of a new season, so this episode we're figuring out what exactly it is we're going to be doing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Wait, what are what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Sponges. Oh, the okay. creature. Sponges the creature. Become the tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can't, I guess. Yeah. Sure. It's like a, a hole with even more multiple purposes than a cloaca. Out of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you do all the things at the same hole. Your top hole. Yeah. It's yeah. an in-hole and an out-hole. Right? Oh, God. This this off to a great start. Already bringing up cloacas. <laughs> yeah. Becoming tubes. Uh, if, if this is the kind of energy that the the weeknight evening recording time is going to be bringing, then I'm for it. Same. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, uh, this is the start of a new season, so we literally do not know what we're doing for once. Yeah, that, I mean, we yeah. have kind of an idea, because Danny brought up a suggestion that I think people... I was into. I think we all were. I think it sounds good. I just didn't want to speak for everyone else. Nor nor did I want to, you know, declare it as a thing we were doing. Mm, so I, because... did, I took care of that for you. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, um, so I guess for the people who are not in our, our planning discord, which is, I guess, everybody. Probably. Um, probably everyone who listens, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. Is is one of you Mr. Dice the Dice Bot? Because if so, hi. I forgot that there was a dice bot. <laughs> mm-hmm. We needed it exactly once, and it's too charismatic to get rid of because it has that little top hat. Yeah. Anyway, the idea was like a a pantheon of gods, uh kind of in the Greek mode of, you know, being uh, kind of mischievous and and having lots of dramatic uh, happenings and stories about them and being very human, but with sort of unlimited power in a, a very specific realm. Mythology world building. Yeah. And then kind of backwards figuring out like, hey, if this is a god in this world, what does that say about the world? Right. I like that. How do we want to start? What do we want to... Yeah as kind of an overall like arc, like do we want these to be kind of major gods in the world or just like highly specific gods of little things? Hmm. Um, I really like it being both of those things. Mm. I really like the idea of kind of switching back and forth between really major gods and really minor gods. Not like mm-hmm. one necessarily needs to take care of both of these things, but there's fun to be had kind of like at the cosmic level and also at the, I don't know, the level of blades of grass or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. Like, we can just like see see where the Wikipedia takes us and uh, decide how major or minor. And if we're, maybe if we're thinking in like a Greek kind of, pantheon kind of way that the excitement could be that these th- these deities are related to each other in some kind of way mm, yeah you know the the uh god of the blades of grass is 
you know, the progeny of, I don't know, the god of the reason why sunsets are the way they are or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So maybe thinking about the structure of the season, then do we want it to be kind of pre um, like preset in some way, like this episode, we're going to make like the ruler of all the gods, or do we want to like create something and kind of based on that article, try and figure out like what place they would have in a pantheon. I feel like maybe in terms of structure, maybe like the first chunk of (laughs) the season, like we could see where things take us and maybe like, maybe like every other episode make like, you know, first like a major God and then a minor, minor God and a major and minor, etc. And then once we've got like, maybe towards the end, we could figure out like, what kind of society they preside over? Like, what's the world look like with these gods as, you know, in charge? Like, what kind mm-hmm. of society is it that would have these particular gods as figures of worship? Yeah. It might be interesting um, if, I don't, I don't know if it's possible, but you start out with, I don't know, it's, an article and a minor God and somehow their story mentions their relationship to another deity. Mm. And then we hop onto that one, the next article, and then, you know, maybe keep, keep talking. Does that, does that have any legs? Hmm. This might not work, but what if we, we start with a random article, the next article we use comes from something that is linked in that article. And then we just kind of keep bouncing down the, the Wikipedia wormhole, like building out the article based on other things that get mentioned in the previous article. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think that might be, might be feasible. I think it would just like have to depend on like what, uh, how, how rich the articles are with, (laughs) related Mm -hmm. things uh yeah maybe if we can't find anything useful and related to the previous article we can just like like all right we're just gonna grab a new one Uh uh-huh yeah like this the article that i i happened to pull up in preparation for this is like pretty dense but also wikipedia just does random thing like someone will just randomly link to an article in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Like the article I pulled up is like a, a concept in Islam, but there's also links to the, uh, to an arc second and like space travel and longitude, like just random things are linked to from this core article. There's a really small book called Ask a Philosopher, and in the intro to the book, it talks about doing this in Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and the the game was how many links can you follow before you get to an article which is just called Philosophy, huh. and the author was suggesting that it tended to be like six or something. Uh-huh. This is irrelevant, just something that was on my yeah. mind. But yeah, the the point being that a, a a dense enough article will link to varied concepts, so we're not kind of drawing from the the same pool uh, for every mm-hmm. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you want these articles to be? Should they be, 
easily transferable or like do you I mean I just pulled up something that would be super easy which I don't know if that's fun or not fun I I mean I will say this idea does kind of take away from the randomness which kind of drives a lot of what we do yeah the randomness is fun we could kind of like try and pull the weirder articles from whatever core article we're working from. But I, I do like just pulling up random shit and yeah. like learning new yeah. stuff and taking inspiration from that. Yeah. yeah. I think it would also be like a little bit more of a fun challenge to try and create like a society of some sort from like the weird stuff that we pull up at random. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we'll just kind of, wing it entirely and and do what we normally do and see what <laughs> it uh what feels right to do next yeah on, okay. on a weekly yeah. basis <laughs> yeah I mean, let's let's vibe with it in a lot of ways this podcast is impossible to plan for so <laughs> Really, yeah. really why why bother trying and just like lean into the skid yeah yeah like I think I think we can like see what happens. And like also I feel like it's it would be useful to maybe like take from linked articles for like, I don't know, if we're like later on trying to, you know, build something out around a particular particular god, like a holiday or something. Uh-huh. I think that could be yeah. really to like go with it on that or maybe like the the offspring of a god could be literally an article linked to from the that previous yeah, god's yeah. article yeah we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out what the fuck is this <laughs> i don't know what is it? <laughs> okay oh i'm saving this on um <laughs> Any, yeah. Um, so, um, so another uh, idea that I had is kind of in how, uh, like Greek myth is kind of a way of explaining parts of the world, like the sun moves across the sky because Apollo's chariot is pulling it, or whatever. Like that could, like for this first episode, maybe we could do something like the the. F- uh, the myth of how this world was made. So like a cosmic dandelion, but for serious. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, like a, a bird went to an island and picked off a pebble and it did this for a million years and that's how our world was formed. Okay. <laughs> What's that idea? I like that one. I got the Cranberry River. Stop. <laughs> not. <laughs> So, um, well, I mean, I guess to that end of the, the article that I, I did pull up is bailout more specifically bailout colon revolutions, Christian bail remix. It is a satirical dance remix that parodies Christian bail by using, uh, audio he made on the set of Terminator salvation. Um, and all mixed in with clips from Barbara Streisand and, George W. Bush, so it looks like he's arguing with Barbara Streisand. Fun. Interesting. And I I have no idea what this would be as far as, like, building a world, but it's 
<laughs> a, a very strange thing to exist <laughs> in, in kind of like a lost meme culture kind of way. Mm. Like this thing from 2008 has a Wikipedia article. Um, I got a Desulfobacter, which is a genus of bacteria, which has the ability to oxidize acetate to CO2. So what I'm imagining is the, what is this thing called? The postgatae, which is something which is eating physical objects and turning them into a gas. And then probably its sibling, which is probably doing the opposite, which is probably eating gas and turning it back into acetate. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining these, these two things locked in some sort of constant struggle one trying to make everything into a gaseous form and the other trying to make everything into like a physical that is to say salt form Uh, i got the avsiankina effect which is uh the tendency to pick up an interrupted action again when it has still not been achieved uh named after its researcher maria as Ozienkina. Um, so it's basically the idea of an unfinished task creating intrusive thoughts uh, that could possibly lead to, lead to cognitive dissonance. Uh, so I'm thinking of what if the world were created by a scatterbrain or somebody with sort of a, uh, a neurodiverse, like, sort of situation where, you know, things are just sort of half finished and Mm -hmm. (laughs) very appropriate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like the world is, is like in a constant state of God appearing and disappearing, finishing a big task, forgetting about it for a couple hundred years, returning to it. Was Gnosticism supposed to be a little bit like this? What now? I might be entirely wrong about this, but Gnosticism being like the idea that there was a god that had created the world but doesn't give a oh. darn about it and is got really distracted sort of like most of the way through and just left. Yes, yes, you're right, yeah. And then mm-hmm. separated themselves from the world. Yes, that's correct. Uh, could you post that in the Lynx channel? I'm not having any luck spelling that name. <laughs> that is fair. I'm not having any luck saying it. <laughs> <laughs> My article is U1.11, which is a large quasar group located in the constellations of Leo and Virgo. Not not ton of stuff. <laughs> Maybe it's the narrative that Mike spun about the two kind of sibling gods in a like perpetual state of like creation and destruction. Like that sounds kind of neat and mm. and maybe could be like a, a a interpretation of like a day night cycle or a season cycle. Mm. Like oh like the this part of the world is gone because we are we're being uh dissolved by the dissolution god or something. Mm. Maybe even rather than them being gods, they could just be like kind of, you know how like um, in the Greek pantheon, you've got like the Titanomachy where like the Titans uh, created everything and Mm -hmm. the gods are the children of the Titans and 
maybe it's like less that they're these two entities are like the gods as gods are thought of in the world and more like they're the like initial they're like the primordial entities that like started everything and then like then they would just occasionally just like pop out <laughs> god or two mm-hmm. yeah every yeah. like they're just like kind of they're kind of like separate but like occasionally they'll have a whim and are like ah oh, here is another thing so part of the idea that I had, and maybe this is just sort of where my bleak head is bleaking right now, is so it's this constant push and pull between the physical world and the gaseous world. And they're both kind of necessary. Like if everything becomes earth or acetate or whatever it is, then there's no atmosphere and vice versa. So these, there's this push-pull of sort of like a day-night cycle or like a world atmosphere cycle or something like that. And if things get too out of whack, then either you've got nothing to stand on but lots to breathe or everything to stand on but nothing to breathe. Are there? Is it two sets of creatures who pray to the different gods? And is there like a battle between the sects? And, like, you, you know, the balance needs to, you know, in an ultimate sense, the ba- balance needs to be achieved. But, you know, the two sides are constantly at war. Or is it just more like the sun and the moon and one has dominion at some points and some has one has dominion at others? And the, the people of the world just hope that everything stays, you know, <laughs> as it is so that they continue on. Hmm. I Kind of like what Morgan was talking about, about these being like progenitor gods or like ancient forces that, you know, maybe they're responsible for the creation of the world, but they don't have a an impact um, like on the people as much anymore. Okay. Like whether that's because they're gone or because their conflict is so massive that it's hard to like navigate life like imagining it in any other type of way i don't know maybe we could like take like mike's idea and like i don't know as we're creating a god or whatever like maybe we can be like oh this is a gassy god or (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is a not gassy god but i don't know yeah maybe there can be like particular uh, sides to it but i've you know the vibe i kind of like about a pantheon is that you know ultimately these people you know they they might not like each other but they're all kind of like bound together in some way and like aren't in active conflict with each other all, all yeah the time. or like the the whatever conflict maybe is just like at such a large scale that it's not really like relevant to any of the like humans or whatever, or like Mm -hmm. mortal creatures uh, that exist. Like, it's just like not, it's beyond their like understanding. And it's just like, okay, well these are, there were the, the, the progenitors and then like, the gods came from there at their whim and like occasionally new ones appear every now and then. 
because they're never really stopping creating new gods. It's just like, oh, okay, well, now there's a new one. Ooh. Could it be like oh, to the yeah. children, kind of like Zeus is the child of Cronus or whatever? Yeah, like a little bit, and like maybe just like like maybe a little bit like more extra than that. Like it's like it's not that these like progenitors or like these like two like big creators are like you know the gods gods, but it's like kind of that. It's like they're not necessarily their parents, but like, and they're not necessarily like they're gods like they don't worship them but they're like bigger than the actual pan than the pantheon but like they're so distant that like they're just kind of like there existing and not really having a major effect aside from just like here's a new god yeah so so what if the way that that conflict takes place is by making more gods and so that and the gods have to keep being more and more specific, like the god of of picking up an action that got interrupted, or like <laughs> the god of yeah. like this particular celebrity specifically. Like <laughs> that that can allow us to get really granular with the things yeah. that the gods are, like as well as allowing for larger concepts. And it's not just like the gods that we're gonna create are like the only ones, maybe, but like there's like, maybe it's just, like, kind of a really vast cycle of just, like, a bunch of new gods popping in and out as needed, and, like, you know, sometimes they're real specific, and sometimes they're really big, and, like, uh, but, like, they kind of fade in and out over time, Mm -hmm. and, like, so, like, the ones we're going to create are like, okay, these are the, like the here and now, the like most recent ones that are like the most recently irrelevant and like the people are going to have to deal with them. But like, it's not like they're the only ones that have ever existed. Mm. Yeah. Like just looking forward to the game we'd end up playing, like being a bunch of like young kind of teen gods of highly specific concepts (laughs) Like yeah. trying to make your place in the world where, you know, oh, the god of the sun, that's been taken for millennia. Like, I am the god of a shadow cast through tree branches on a partly mm. cloudy day. Yeah. This is a terrible idea, but I like the idea of maybe this being kind of a modulo thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, we start off with these really, really old ur-gods, which are sort of responsible for creating basic stuff. And then it gets more and more specific. And then once it gets down to, like, the god of this leaf doing this particular shadow when the the wind is coming from the west or whatever. Like, once you get hyper-specific, it, like, circles back around to being really, really large again. This makes no sense and is probably no fun, but it was just kind of on my mind. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were saying. Right? <laughs> okay, okay, so you start off like really, really large, and it gets more and more specific. And once it gets like ridiculously specific, like the next god after that circles all the way back around to the beginning and becomes like a very large god again. I feel like that could be like a, a useful way, at least, to like play with what kind of concepts that we're going to create the gods from. Cause like it would make sense with like 
the randomness of like the Wikipedia articles. Like maybe one time we're going to have like a really so specific thing. And then maybe the next time we'll have like a really big thing, but like, you know, maybe in like the lore of it, it's like that God of this like new big specific thing, big thing is like just the follow up to an extremely specific one previously. And like, it's right. And then that helps to maybe not get stuck, like going further and further down forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I like that. Cause I think that'll keep us like it kind of like fresh and like, okay, here we go. And also I think it like it, it would be fun with um having this like kind of endless cycle of like, more and more gods and like new gods and old gods and like recreating the whole thing and like re you know recreating the wheel more or less uh and like which i think could be like fun for a later episode of like okay here's all the rejected articles like here's a fuck ton of random gods that are like not really gonna be addressed or used but it's like oh here's this little fun little backstory lore so yeah that we can fit in to the cracks uh, they could be like uh demigods or like mythical creatures or something mm-hmm. the rejected articles yeah. but like whatever Maria, fit, like yes it's a uh, snake or chicken like that could be our our two sides almost is like they they fit into one of these two categories and like whatever our, our two categories of God are like, okay, like, is this God more like this? Is this God more like snake or, or, or is this God have like this, like a chicken type stuff? <laughs> so I, I keep going back to this like idea of like a really crowded airport of there are just like thousands of gods up there. They're all trying to, you know, the planes are overbooked. They're trying to get to their, you know, you know, to answer their prayers, go down to the earth, you know, like some people have like first class seats and some people have business class. Some people are, you know, wait, gods are waiting for, you know, like reserved things that, that, that they might've gotten bumped off the plane. They've got to get moved to another flight. What if also like there was the chaos of like, well, you can't put a snake and a chicken together on a plane. <laughs> like that's, like if if we d- we define what two like broad categories like say there are these two beings that created the universe and they're in cycles like each god that they would each like sub god that they would create would fall into like a category like under their heading so like when we create a god we'll be like oh is is th- was it created by this by this god or was it yeah. created by like this side's god Right. So so we just have to kind of decide, okay, I see what you mean. Like what, they both lay eggs, they both are, you know, ancestors of dinosaurs or something along the line. You have they both have cloacas probably? Do they both have yeah. cloacas? Yeah. yeah. Is that gonna be a requirement for all of our gods? Do they all have cloacas? I think so. I th- why why I mean it's just- it's to be assumed. I think this world doesn't need so many holes in it. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of a holy thing that we're setting up in the first place, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've always said there's too many holes in this podcast, and now we're, we're finally patching them up. 
<laughs> Only one hole. It does everything you need. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop keeping these these systems separate. Let's bring everything together. Mm-hmm. I'm pro Kalika. <laughs> Pot of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's confusing, and in humans. There's like three holes next to each other. We're all getting infected by the other one. If it was just yeah. one giant hole that did this, that did all the things, and everything was prepared for all scenarios, I think things would be better. What was that um, game from like third grade? And maybe I'm showing my age here. If you're going to say third grade, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all older than third grade. If that's your worry. <laughs> The the question that people would ask each other on the playground, um, endlessly. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be dead or have seven holes in your head? <laughs> okay, that's not... I didn't experience that. That is very Mike-specific, I think. <laughs> that was right before I got dozed, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just like dozed, huh? Yeah. yeah. Your own made-up word? Um, no, the, the, the game being, you know, you've got eyes and nostrils and a mouth and ears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Are eye holes holes or are they just in dents? I mean, technically the optic nerve has to go back to the brain. So there is a hole in there. It's just not a big one. <laughs> it, just doesn't, it doesn't connect. I think your ear, your ear holes and your nose holes in your mouth hole connect to your inside tube. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean Would you rather be dead or have an inside tube? Does, but like, your ears connect. Yeah. Your ears not connect to your inside tube? I think they do. They, they drain yeah. into the back of your throat or something? <laughs> not if you were a two-dimensional creature, they wouldn't, but... No. I'm yeah, I, I, actually, yeah, I am a two-dimensional creature, so I would rather be dead. Is <laughs> <laughs> that many holes? I would just start, start f- falling apart. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, listeners, assume without us having to explicitly say it that all of our gods just have one hole for everything. Including possibly vision and hearing. Ooh, I love that. One hole. Do you also do you also eat out of your one hole? Yeah. So okay, we're sponges. What else would you do? (laughs) Okay. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Does it have teeth? So my my intent was to dissuade whole questions, and I feel like we're <laughs> falling into whole questions. Yeah. Okay, my apologies. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Apparently, the ear hole does link up to the hole. <laughs> I needed to learn this. I needed yeah. to know. I'm so excited. I needed. <laughs> I needed to learn because there's the ear links up to the eustachian tube or eustachian tube, which links up to your nasopharynx, which is your nose bit area, which links up to, like, the throat. Anyway. So if you died and you got all, like, juicy inside and bloaty, does that mean a big dead fart could come out of your ear hole? <laughs> well, well, I, I think I the like Simon and Garfunkel... Yeah. Oh, no. You, you do your joke. 
No, no, no. That wasn't that what the sound of silence, the the actual song was about. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, my thought was it would it would still take the the usual paths, and that's the one of like least resistance. Oh my god, you're probably right. So if you had if you freeze all the other ones, <laughs> okay, Maria, 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 Maria. Maria. <laughs> okay. Danny, can I have a bio break? Yes. Why don't we we pause and and refocus and come up with something <laughs> okay. so that I can yes. stop looking at images of the nasopharynx and how gross it is. Yes. One, two, one, two, three, four. Give me a break. Uh, but yeah, we were going to do some focusing. Yeah, that. A thing, a thing that clearly comes naturally to us, and <laughs> we are experts at doing, doing, doing focusing. Yeah. And uh, I, really uh, basic question: Are we primarily focusing on how these deities affect just one world or one civilization, one planet? Does it get bigger than that? Good question. Because I remember Morgan was mentioning, not to put words in your mouth or anything, but I think you were saying something in the Discord about like creating like star systems and multiple planets and stuff like that. Do we want to get that big? Or hmm. I need to look at what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Or does that is it easier if it's just one planet or just one one people or whatever? I think maybe just like one planet or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think I was like more like spitballing like solar system in case like we were like, let's do a whole, I don't know, intergalactic society. Yeah. Which is fun, but it seems, now that I'm thinking about it, it seems like it might be hard to think about. Mm-hmm. It seems a little extra, so I'm <laughs> comfortable with just a world. Yeah, and, and having it be one world kind of negates the problem largely of, like, competing religious viewpoints. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of, like, taking the idea of, like, the Greek gods or the Norse gods or the Mesopotamian gods and just sort of expanding that out to a planet for the purposes of, like, just storytelling simplicity. Like, these aren't gods of a people, they are gods of, like, the entire concept for everybody. Yeah, that sounds good. So then, I guess the, the next question would be, does it matter whether the people believe in these gods and or worship these gods, or is that sort of irrelevant? Or is that a question for later? Maybe for later. Yeah. I feel like once we've got, like, a a number of gods uh, sorted out, then maybe we can figure out like how the people relate to them. Yeah. Like whether it's like, oh, okay, they're just kind of like random entities that like, we just don't understand. And we're just like, all right, yeah, they're gods. Sure. Or like, whether it's like, oh, we're going to have a bunch of holidays about them and like actively worship them. And maybe there's a little cult or something for a couple of them. Yeah, uh, especially with the the smaller and like hyper specific gods, you might not even know they exist. 
but yeah. that that wouldn't necessarily deprive them of their godhood over their very specific realm. Um, but why don't we start at the the very big end of things? We kind of talked about these two forces, not maybe not even necessarily in opposition to each other, but they are kind of like complementary opposites, maybe, if you want to put a, a peaceful spin on it. What's their deal? Are we going with the uh, gas versus uh, earth theory, or did you want us to pull up more articles? I mean, if if we need the inspiration, if we we do stick with the the uh, current article, it could just be like creation and destruction mm. as like two like core elemental forces. Yeah, I kind of like that idea, like, and, like, maybe they're, like, simultaneously separate entities, but also the same entity. Yeah. It's, like, two aspects of the same thing, but also separate, but also the same, but also, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, since we are kind of dealing with, like, gods and mythology, like, that is absolutely an allowed thing to be literal like yeah these are two sides of the same being mm-hmm. or yeah like two parts of a whole and n- neither is good or bad they're both necessary for the world to function they could be um two sides of a gate or um or something like that where they just breathe back and forth uh, slowly over centuries into each other's holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And I, I kind of like the idea of moving a, a little bit away from like a yin yang kind of thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and see if there's maybe some way. Oh, I really like that gate imagery a lot. Um, but, but some other dichotomy, which is not opposites. This is not a good idea, and I don't even know where I'm going with this. But no, I think it is a good idea, though. This is our chance to do something kind of like bigger and weirder, without you know necessarily treading where actual philosophies have gone, but to to do something that is us. So the uh, not to take too much from my own personal history or anything, but um, the point at which the sky and the earth meet at the horizon that line that is the god mm. and that you know depending on where you are that line might be higher or lower or invisible entirely and and maybe it's not even a question of where it's being viewed from maybe there is like the actual point at which the earth and the sky meet i was trying to think of like kind of broad concepts and there's something that either is like uh, a children's game or like a drunk party game or maybe just a thing that i made up but like my my idea is like cat or dog you like you did take just any random like thing or object and be like is this a cat or is this a dog like, is is a chair a cat or is a chair a dog? Cat. <laughs> is, is Barack Obama a cat or is Barack Obama a dog? 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, but, but you kind of know what I mean by the question. Yeah. Like, does like does the qualities this thing exhibit qualities that we associate with a cat or a dog? So then that begs the question of if you're looking at a thing and you're trying to qualify it as a cat or a dog or a, a snake or a chicken or whatever, mm-hmm. that the nature of what the relationship is to the deity is in fact in the eye of the beholder. Mm. So nothing has any quality except for as it is being viewed by someone, whether they believe in the deity or not, the act of looking actually defines what deity it's attached to. Like maybe there's like, I don't know, in this world, maybe there's like, hotly debated like philosophy on which gods belong to which aspect or whatever yeah or even like ahead of that before that philosophy even comes into being just even if you don't have any language or familiarity with anything just looking at it defines part of what its qualities are as it relates to one of these deities how does looking at it operate if it's if it isn't based in some kind of language I mean, my thought was that, like, the the cat or dog, for example, is, like, a primal force, and there is a definitive answer. So, like, you know, any sub-god we create is either, like, a cat or a dog, for to continue the example. And maybe literal. Why not have animal people again? (laughs) But there's an objective truth. It's not just what it appears to you at the time. Like, it, it mm-hmm. really is more like a cat or a dog, or it really is more like the gaseous form or the earthly form or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, if we're going with that these two gods are, like, two sides of the same being, then maybe everything then has a bit of cat or dog in it. But, you know, the, the ultimate side that it falls on is whichever side created it. Like, there, there are inescapable dog qualities, but a chair can still be a cat. Okay. <laughs> so, sure. is this like a continuum then? So, you start a, at one end, it's 100% dog, on the other end, it's 100% cat. And then there's this wishy-washy space in between where it can be more and more like one or the other. So we get away from it being two sides of the same coin so much as there are two extremes and everything exists between these two extremes. Yeah, the only pure cat and dog are the creator gods, and everything else is on a spectrum in between them. Hmm. 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 Like, even the most cat-like thing is not as cat-like as the cat god. It still has even 1% of dog in it. Because they have to be together... In a certain sense, mate, but maybe not in a literal sense, to create more existence. Because existence, as one or the other, can only be their pure forms. Other things have to be a unification of their forces. Yeah. I... Like if there's, there's... Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't know if I have the brain capacity for us. Discovering a new philosophical school of thought tonight. Yeah. I mean, we we don't need to, like, get too deep into the weeds, but, like, 
maybe just the idea of coming up with two opposite primal forces. Yeah, yeah. I My enjoyment of this and also my whole brain has been shut off. Your whole brain? Oh! Your whole got shut off? Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did we not just make the God version of Cat Dog, the uh, animated <laughs> show? Yes! Yes! <laughs> Yes. That's that's the thing that exists in the middle between them. I yep. was resisting mm-hmm. saying anything about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm glad that someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> so the the cat dog is the one creature that cat and dog are, but their their weird tube body is is in a way so that they can never see each other as as a whole. They can only see each other as an opposite. Right, and that would be the exact like central point, right, between cat and dog. Mm-hmm. That's that's the horizon point. That is the gate. Uh huh. That is the Cranberry River. Okay, I mean, I was. <laughs> we've run with the metaphor this far. We might as well say, yeah, the the two primal gods of this world are cat and dog. <laughs> and, I mean, it doesn't even have to be like an animal world or anything. Just. Every every god we create will either be classified as cat or dog without literally being a cat or dog. Mm, and maybe cat or dog is creation and destruction. Ah, uh, C and D. Yeah, see, I got it. Ha-ha, I brought it back. Yeah, it's just it's a constant recycling of resources, right? The 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 breath between uh, the gas and the earth, maybe. I don't know which one's more gassy, a cat or a dog. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dogs are more gassy. Yeah, cats. Dogs are at least more obviously gassy because yeah. um, Morpheus has not passed gas in a way that is noticeable to me, at least. Oh, and they <laughs> always do say a cat steals the breath of a baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a cat would be the go- the gas god or the gas titan. Or the anti-gas god? Oh. If it's stealing the baby's breath? (laughs) Well, I mean, that depends on what it's going to do with it. Well, a cat... Okay, so the cat steals the gas. A dog eats, loves to eat poop. So a dog, it would be the the one consuming earth to create gas. (laughs) (laughs) And the cat consumes breath to create <laughs> dirt for I think Morpheus is looking at me disapprovingly <laughs> <laughs> he just like stood up stared at me and then like resettled himself looking away oh, from me was he concerned that we have discovered the secret <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah so cat cat I guess cat Dog world. <laughs> That's about all we figured out, and yeah. maybe we'll figure out more next time what exactly this thing is. I enjoy. I don't this. know about that, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I did speak yeah. a little too optimistically. Yeah, I forgot what the what the podcast was. I will say it. I have I have missed this chaos. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, I have every confidence that I will forget this idea by next time. 
<laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> This has been Pod of Wonder. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can buy some t-shirts and stickers and stuff at society6.com slash pod of wonder. Danny can be found on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games Danny makes at DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io. Morgan can be found on Twitter at MorganTheFay. Faye spelled F-A-E because I know there's like eight different ways to spell Fay. Mike and Maria aren't on social media, like any good unfathomable cosmic being. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku. Our closing theme is Music is Divine Inspiration by Johan Vandegrift. See you next time, Wanderers. Wanderers.